Now back to the happy hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the Happy Hour 93.7 The Ticket. I am Rico, joined by Austin. Happy Hour sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting. And Austin informs me that we have a rule tweet. Rule emojis. And we're going to break it down. Although Austin says he already figured it out. I Once I read it to you, you will understand it. Don't, uh, don't look at it. Don't look at it? Okay, don't look at it. Gonna, okay, okay, I will talk you through okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Big Jet mm-hmm. Mountain. Okay. Flying to Colorado. Or somewhere with mountains. Smaller plane, uh, looks like a, a desert and a cactus. That would be Arizona. Eyes emoji. Okay. Star, star, bigger, better, cooler looking star. Okay. Star, star, football. He's flying to Arizona, or or somebody. Hold on. No, he's flying to Arizona to meet with Dylan Raiola. Boom. Thought process. Posted at 12.33 p.m. Do you have to fly? You can fly straight to Arizona. Or do you have to fly to Colorado and then fly? Or somewhere with mountains? I am not sure. I have family in Arizona that have been back a couple times, but I never Mm -hmm. actually asked them where they flew. Also, he has a private... He has the university jet. He could fly to Arizona. You would think. They don't need to stop anywhere. Given the number of Husker fans in Arizona... Yeah, why is it a smaller plane? A regional jet, Hold maybe? on. This is wrong. There's something else to it. Big big jet, mountains, smaller plane, cactus, five stars, football. Eyes emoji, five stars. Eyes, emoji, eyes emoji, five stars, football. He's spying on Dylan Raiola from ah, a small private from jet. From a small plane. He's watching practices from a small plane. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Lincoln Riley is pissed. How dare you watch practice? Ah, there we go. He could he couldn't get there to watch practice because of I don't know if it's an NCAA dead period or anything. So he's just flying around watching practice. Shout shouts uh, OGCJ says you can fly direct from Omaha. Oh, see, he's not driving to Omaha though. But you can go he's Lincoln to Denver. So my yeah. guess is he didn't the waste the hour to drive. The university plane is not in Omaha. <laughs> All right. True. True. The university jet is is in Lincoln. Don't do that. Yeah. No. Whatever. The plane, the planes, the planes. <laughs> flight tracker. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Maybe people uh-huh. can do that. Anybody have flight tracker? Get on it. Get on it, people. Mark Onweiler says he's a man of the people. He's flying Allegiant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't know. It could be. Okay, so we had a couple of texts um, for our little tip jar segment. So I'm going to try and get to these so that I can read them. So uh, first one from Breezy. Uh, Austin. How good of a golfer are you? I'm guessing you're better than Jake Sorensen. Having never seen Jake golf, let me tell you, I am worse. I am so bad. The extent of my golfing experience is two things. The occasional putt-putt and three trips to top golf, I want to say. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I still have too much baseball in my swing. I want to step with my my front foot. Mm -hmm. Uh, The elbow is definitely... Or the, the front is definitely not, you know, tucked in with a yeah. little towel trick. That doesn't do it. The whole keep your arms straight, your whole swing thing, do not understand. Hmm. You bend and then you extend through contact. 
that's still in my head. So no, I I have never gone actual golfing, but that's because I don't want to embarrass myself. I've chosen not to, and I like we will never golf. Well, Jake is probably I say probably because Jay Foreman is here, not here right now, but at the station. Um, Jake is probably the best golfer at the station. It's between okay. him and Jay okay. as the best golfers at the station. Um, and then, uh, I don't think DP golfs. So I'm going to say the other baseball guy that golfs Mm -hmm. is Nick. And he kind of said the same thing about the whole (laughs) baseball, but he's, he's a pretty good golfer. At least he says he is. So I am not, I used to golf when I was like, I don't know, 10 to 12, like Mm -hmm. with the boys and girls club, they would take us out and we would golf. And I thought I was pretty good. I don't know if I actually was, but then I didn't golf since then. And we went to double Eagle. Uh, this last weekend, mm-hmm. and it was bad. I walked into Top Golf thinking I was just going to hit tanks. Like, oh, I got this. Come on, I can hit a baseball. Golf balls fly farther than baseball. <laughs> I got this. Barely did. made contact. Topped it every time. Mm, did not got this. Couldn't couldn't lift it. I can't bad. hit off a tee. I don't know why. I can chip. I can hmm. chip pretty good. Can't hit off a tee. Don't hmm. know why. It's very strange. Hmm. Um. Don, and again, this is a tip jar. You guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, send them in. 402-464-5685, and we will answer them. If we don't get a lot of them, we'll start talking NFL because the playoffs start. <laughs> and we'll probably do that in the uh, next segment anyways, but we'll, we'll get to the NFL uh, questions and comments here shortly. Uh, Don, tip jar questions. He has a couple of them. Um, He asked me my next best video game to be made into a TV series because as of right now, I am excited for this weekend as The Last Last of of Us Us. finally starts, and I cannot hold back my excitement. Also, shout out to Don. You know what you did. Um, (laughs) The next best video game to be made into a TV series. Oh, I can't even think of any right now. Well, they're talking about making a God of War TV series, and if they do and they don't cast Christopher Judge... As Kratos, I will not watch it because um, he's a voice actor for him, and I think it would ah. just be perfect for him. So um, I can I see know. that dude even, playing him. Yeah, I can't even think of it right now, but I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Austin, they're asking your favorite candy and drink. Oof. Um, well, the OG for me is Diet Mountain Dew. Big Diet Mountain Dew guy. Diet, why is it really like Diet Okay, so, so I grew up with Diet Mountain Dew. My okay. dad's diabetic, but we had in the house. Okay. So that's what I was raised on. That was the pregame superstition. After BP, Diet Mountain Dew is the way to go. Probably will always be my favorite drink. Favorite candy, though, I could go a lot of different ways. Probably my favorite chocolate-based candy would mm. be Snickers. Big Snickers guy. Okay. Uh, I also do love me some good gummy bears. Mm. Gummy bears are solid. I would I would never say they're my favorite, but they're I will never turn down gummy bears. I'm not too picky. I will eat most sugary confections. Same. I do love sugar. So. That's just a thing. Um, and then a tip from Don: Make someone's day. You'll feel better at the same time they do. Thanks, Don. That's a great tip. Amen. Um, H for H is breaking it down and also says Riola with the emojis. Um, you said OG said direct from Omaha, flying over mountains. Says Willie. Um, Let's go through here. Let's find some of this. Transitioning a baseball swing into a golf swing is so easy, says unnamed texter. Well, thank you, unnamed texter. I already felt bad enough about myself. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Scott, You're just better than me. Hope you feel good about it. Scott says, how was Double Eagle? And I don't know the prices because we went as a company. So <laughs> company I outing. didn't pay. 
Um, Double Eagle was fantastic. Again, they have the five bays, the simulator bays, and uh, we were on three of them? Three of them. Four of them. I'm going to go with three. We were on three of them. And, uh, you know, you had the the experienced golfers in Raf, Nick, AD, and Terrell went over there because he's a freak athlete and he, like, somehow had a good golf swing. Um, They were over there playing a couple courses. Um, In the middle was just people working on their swings. So me, Mark, Bach, just working on our swings. I think uh, David hopped on there for a little bit. And then there was, like, mini games that they had on the the computer. So you could do, like, skee-ball with the the, – clubs and the golf balls you could bowl you could there was like a little thing with like uh uh the little balloon pop from the carnival games where you like throw Mm -hmm. a dart except you know obviously it was with the golf ball so you swing and you try to hit the balloons it was really it's really fun it was a fantastic outing um i had a bar there so we got some drinks and it was amazing um so yeah if you ever have a chance head out to double eagle and have yourself a grand old time. You know, you reserve a bay for you and some friends a little birthday outing whatever you want to do they were also playing the the football game on one of the other bays so we're watching the jags take on the titans on the other bay it was great it was it was such a fun time um unnamed texture says who will win offensive and defensive rookie of the year in the nfl defensive one's easy sauce Sauce. gardner offensive i can't even think of any offensive rookies outside of like bryce uh bryce what's his last name running back Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Not Bryce. Brees he Hall. He got hurt. I know. He was having a good season, then he got hurt. I'm I'm my gut tells me Kenneth Walker. Rushed for over a thousand yards as a rookie. Mm. Um, four and a half yards of carry, nine touchdowns. He's up there. Garrett Wilson from the Jets might be in that conversation. I don't think it's George Pickens. It's not George Pickens. I that I've seen I've Walker seen a lot Pickens of, in I've the league. I've seen a lot of Brock Purdy's and he has not played enough to win. Offensive rookie of the year. If it was offensive rookie of the month, absolutely oh, throw Brock Purdy in that Brock conversation. That. He's yes. not getting rookie of the year. No. He's played a month. No. Even. He played a couple four games. Kenny Pickett's odds have improved, but again, it's got to be a full body of work, full season. If they would have made the playoffs, I think that gives Pickett him a could better, have. I think mm-hmm. that gives him a better chance of winning it. I like Kenneth Walker. I think that's a that's that's a good pick. So Kenneth Walker and Sauce Gardner. Opposite sides mm-hmm. of the map. New York and Seattle. I did not know. I didn't think. I'm going to be honest. Didn't think Kenneth Walker was going to be that that in the good, NFL. especially yeah, going think, to the Seahawks. Didn't think it was going no. to work. Mm-mm. Didn't think it was going to work at all. But hey, look at him. Look at them. Um, Jeremy, the grill master. Rico, how's the meat smoking going? What are you the most proud of to date? I have not smoked any meat in quite some time. I made some steaks the other day. Didn't smoke them. Just grilled them on the smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, most proud of to date. I made some mean ribs, but. The one that was like the most difficult and that actually turned out really well, according to my father-in-law, which that's like the greatest compliment. Like he was just <laughs> like, it was really good. I made some pork loin, smoked some pork loin, put some syrup, put a bunch of different seasonings on it, and it was delicious, let me tell you. And like I said, my father-in-law liked it, which that's, again, the greatest compliment when your father-in-law is just like, and he's real good at uh, at grilling, and he was just like, hey, this is really good. And I was like, yes, yes, finally. I did it. Way to go. I impressed him. You climbed that mountain. <laughs> it's fine. I, it was great. Thank you, Jeremy, <laughs> the grill master. Um, unnamed texter. I coach fourth grade YMCA rec b-ball. Tips for coaching this age group. I have none because I don't do that. But Austin. Yeah. So I've never coached down that low. I started with C team and I've done B team the last couple of years for middle school. Mm-hmm. So a couple years older, but... 
what I've learned is everyone starts somewhere. Uh, some of these kids, especially in fourth grade, might be playing basketball for the first time. Um, it's difficult to you know, work in that balance between how do I help the kids that are more serious about it, they've played for a couple of years already, versus how do we you know, introduce these kids to basketball. The best thing I can say is fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals every day. There are so many things even like right now with my eighth graders mm-hmm. that I would have thought they would know how to do. They would have down. But you can never you know, get enough ball handling drills in. You can never pass enough. Uh, you can never do enough form shooting. So start with that stuff. If mm-hmm. you, you build those habits early on, those kids will be set up for so much more success when they get to middle school, when they get to high school, and maybe even beyond if you, if you start them with the fundamentals early. So I'd say that. And do remember their kids. Plain and simple. Remember their kids. I, you know, th- there is a balance there between, you know, coaching to win and coaching them just to have fun. Because I do think part of why you play the game is to win. You know, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. <laughs> you do. And so you, you do have to teach the kids how to go about, you know, learning how to win. Do what you can to put them in positions to succeed. But if it doesn't work out, hey, go get them next week, Slugger. World won't end. Promise. Look at you. Look at you. I got nothing for you. I didn't. I ain't coaching anybody <laughs> that young. I coached summer track once, but your parenting—that's probably even they were not different level than coaching. That's. I'd rather be coaching fourth graders. <laughs> <laughs> Some days, other days they're fine. No, they're fine all the time. I love my kids. They're amazing. Um, OG Les Lancaster would pretty making a real run and maybe even winning a Super Bowl. That's don't do that. Uh, change the way people draft QBs going forward. No. I don't think so. No. Like, Brock Purdy was good for two and a half years in college. Three and a half years. He was there for four years, right? Yes. Yeah, he was good for like three and a half years at, at Iowa State. So, people kind of knew who he was, but it was one of those, like, is he really going to transition to the NFL that well? His last year wasn't that great. Does he need, you know, this amazing running back in Priest Hall to be, you know, what he is? And they weren't really sure. I mean, he was drafted final pick in the NFL draft, and you weren't – there were two quarterbacks ahead of him. One of them was a first-round pick – well, one of them was a first-round pick. I don't think Jimmy was – that they had taken two years previous who was supposed to be the future of the franchise Mm – he got hurt and was out for the rest of the year. And then Jimmy came in and was actually doing really well. And then he ends up getting hurt. And Brock Purdy, if you look at it, although what he's doing is impressive, he is also surrounded by a very talented team. Incredibly talented. Good head coach. Here's the other thing. They just put him in a position to succeed. And I think that's really all it comes down to, regardless of when you take a quarterback or who you take. Mm -hmm. If they fit your system and you put them in a position to succeed and not fail, then you will have success. The better example than Brock Purdy for would it change the way we're drafting quarterbacks is Tom Brady. I mean, we have to go there. Sixth round pick, Mm -hmm. Tom Brady. How many NFL records does he hold? You know, how many playoff victories does he have? Don't answer that. It's coming up on the block. We're asking Strick about it. Um, But if Tom Brady's success didn't make us reevaluate, and I say us, you know, NFL evaluators. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone think differently about the quarterback position. Brock Purdy's not going to. No. Unless Brock Purdy goes on some wonderful career and has, you know, multiple Super Bowls. But even if he does, it's the exact same concept of Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's... Around going to be that much further. It's just one so, round earlier. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's not going to change anybody's mind about drafting quarterbacks. It's just going to be another really cool story. And, uh, and uh, wow, look at all these quarterbacks. It's going to be the, look at all these quarterbacks taken before him if they don't have success. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, maybe they should have thought about taking Brock Purdy earlier, but that wasn't going Two to Two seventh-round picks in the playoffs this weekend. <laughs> Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson. So fun. So fun. Things, things you love to see, didn't think you would see. But that's going to do it. For the tip jar, up next, hey, why not talk about a little bit of the NFL playoffs up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.